Hey everybody, welcome to Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland. A podcast all about Cleveland and fun things to do. We go exploring. And we go eat. We eat lots and we enjoy it. So join us as we share these experiences with you. And we hope that these experiences inspire you to enjoy the great city of Cleveland. This is our 50th episode, and this episode is sponsored by the Cooper Foundation. (laughs) Don't forget to get your tickets for their annual fundraiser on October 7th at Grindstone Tap House. And if you would like to hear the conversation we had with Craig Cooper regarding the Cooper Foundation, you can find an audio version on Spotify and a video version on YouTube. But for our 50th episode, we went to the Tiki Boat. We did Tiki Barge. Oh, the Tiki Barge. Is it Tiki Boat or Tiki Barge? It's Tiki Barge. It's cleetikibarge.com. We celebrated episode 50, which was a big deal for us, and we did it with a lot of our friends. It was so a great time. It was a great time. But before we get into the Tiki Barge, do we have any catching up to do? I haven't seen you in a long time since then, I think. Well, a week. It's been a, <laughs> a week. Well, we, yeah, a week. Six days. Yeah. So what's happened to you this week? It was a rough week for me. I I had a payroll and I had to work late several days. Oh, it was it was it was a bad week. I try not to ever work late, although I have to work late every Thursday. Well, yeah. I expect to work late on pay week, you know, when I'm processing payroll and everything. Mm-hmm. But this was the worst that I've had since I've been with this company nothing against the company it's not you know it just was a bad week that's all speaking of work it might work (laughs) so my boss is going downtown with his son today there's something happening downtown i'm not sure what it is and so i said to him i go because he's like i don't know where we're gonna park and i said well you know street parking is free on the weekends he didn't know that street parking was free on the weekends. Oh. So the two of them are hanging out on West 25th. They're doing the Great Lakes Brewery Tour. Then they're doing the Market Brewery Tour. They may go to 16-bit, and then they're going to the Guardians game. He's like, I just don't know where to park. Last time I parked in a parking lot. Oh, did you tell him? <laughs> I did. But I said, you know, there's this really good podcast. If you can't remember any of the information <laughs> I'm giving you, <laughs> there's this really good podcast you could listen to. Did you tell him just to take the um, rapid? Uh, we did. We discussed the rapid. And okay. he's like, that sounds confusing. I'm like, it's one line that you'll have to deal with. And there's one stop. So, yeah. So, he and I had this big discussion yesterday. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> so, anyways, I thought that that was really funny. Yeah. I was. They had a job fair on Wednesday. So, I did go down for the job fair. And I was talking. We had some reps in from PNC. And the podcast came up. One of the first questions I get asked is, where are the best places to go? Yes. And I always say, so far. Yes, so here far. Here are some of our my favorites. And I always bring up Castle Noel, mm-hmm. the Christmas Story House, Lakeview Cemetery. And, and people are like, a cemetery? Right. And I'm like, yeah. And I tell them why they should go to the cemetery and they're like you're kidding me yeah so people you know who and 
one of the ladies that I was talking to was like, I've lived here my whole life. And I was like, that's why we started this podcast. Right. So I went into that whole, you know, story and everything. Right. I really enjoy talking to people about the podcast. I know you do. I know you do. And where to go and... And how to do it. Uh, Yeah. Which is the point of a lot of what we try and cover. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Restrooms. And, you know, we were out... I was out last night with a group of people from work because uh, somebody is moving on to other employment so we had a little going away thing for him and brought it up again <laughs> yeah this fantastic. is why we're doing it to yes. get the word out and to spread how good cleveland is i will tell you i have spent t- some time this week also looking into 2024 which i keep bringing up that i want us to get kind of settled into our plans because the eclipse is coming in 2024 straight through cleveland the NCAA is coming, the finals. I've been the women's looking four. into that stuff as well. It looks like the women's four finals is over Easter weekend. Okay. But I signed us up for the newsletters for those things. You may have done it too. I did. I just want us to get out and about and doing those things. And then the Pan American Games, that's the one that I am the most excited about. They've got a lot of good competitions coming up for those. Yes. They have curling, which I'm interested in. They have hockey, which I'm interested in. Rowing, of course, I'm super interested in. So there's a lot of fun sports that are coming. Archery is going to be there. So Yeah. Yeah, I was looking all of them up for like the the times and the days that those would be and there's still their website still says more information right. to come. There's a lot of big things coming to Cleveland in 2024 and we are going to be there. Yeah, and there's a lot of volunteer yeah. opportunities for these things as well, which I was looking into also. Mm-hmm. If you go to the websites for these things, you can volunteer for sure. this stuff as well. So get involved any way that you would like. I want to be an active spectator in all of them. Yeah. But if you volunteer, you usually get a cool shirt. So there's that too. Yeah, well, if you can't be a spectator, <laughs> that I mean, it costs money. Oh, yeah. That's so true. So a way to get involved and be able to see some of the action is to volunteer. That is absolutely true. When I first got divorced, I volunteered everywhere just so I could go for free yeah. <laughs> and get a free t-shirt. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's the truth. It 100% is the truth. I know, but some of these things I I am going to pay the money for. I'm just saying. Like rowing, definitely I'm paying money for that. Although rowing, I can't imagine that they're going to charge you for. You can just go on one of those bridges. I know. Sure. We'll have to look into it. Yeah. To the more details. But definitely, I'm super excited. And I think tickets like the curling tickets will go fast just because I think it'll be smaller venues. Sure. Have you ever done curling? No. I did learn to curl one time. Okay. It was super hard for me. I was very uncoordinated. (laughs) But I did do a learn to curl session and then played like one match after. So. How did that go? That match? Did you play with a pro? Like somebody who had to do it? Or was it somebody else? Who was learning as well. Yeah, it was back when I was rowing with the Dr. Bob group. He used to set us up with all kinds of stuff like that. And so it was the team that was doing it. Because it's just two and two. Yeah. And so it was the team that did it. And we learned via professional or somebody who does it often. And 
you start off baby steps. Like, you start off using, like, a guard or a guide thing, and then they teach you how to do it. I had to buy brand new shoes because you have to wear, like, tennis shoes. And then you have to wear something over your shoes, I think, on the ice. Yeah. But it was interesting. I never knew, like, the rules of the sport before. And honestly, I probably don't remember them. But it was made more sense to me after doing it. Sure. I was explaining that to Matt last night. Like, that's kind of how my brain works. Like, I... Like, if you would sit here and explain the rules of curling to me, I don't really compute it until, like, I see it in action. And then oh, well, I totally understand Oh, well, that makes sense. Like, it, so. if you're doing it, then it's like, you know, the card game Euchre. I played it several times, but I don't, I, I don't think I could play it right now. Yeah. I would have to play it again to understand it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways, curling was fun. I'm looking forward to the Pan American Games and seeing all the events that it brings to Cleveland. Yeah. So all of the visitors, you know, I just think it's going to be bustling. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Anyways. That'd be great. Yeah. I put them all on our calendar. Wonderful. Yeah, so it's all available for you to view. Great. <laughs> I go and look through that a lot, so. Good. I'm switching subjects. I saw on Instagram that there's going to be a Trader Season 2 Australia. Uh, yes, you sent it to me. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's not, uh, I looked on Peacock here, it's there. It's not announced yet. So I think it might just be airing in Australia right now. Oh, really? Yeah. But it. I think it'll be coming this way. I'm going to be honest, of all the Traders, that was my least favorite. And that was my most favorite with the Sparky. Yeah. I loved it. The reason why I know, I don't know if you picked up on, but the person who's promoting that is from Below Deck. <laughs> yeah. So there's going to be another Below Deck Chief Stew on. So I'm super excited for it to come back. So I wanted to make that announcement on here today. And then I do have another announcement that Matt and I are starting a podcast. So he wants me to advertise that. I would. There will be a charge for that. <laughs> I That's think it's, great. Yeah. What I mean, is it going to be about? So every week we are going to switch off and one of us is going to bring something to the table. So last night I brought to the table the 80s. Okay. And then I sent him a, a YouTube of the facts of life. Oh, is he going to go back and watch some of these shows? No. I don't know. I think that that might be something that we're going to do. Is, you, should, is, you should watch Alf. <laughs> well, I brought up a lot last night. I brought up about the two Corys. I brought up about... Oh, the two Corys. Yeah, I know. I love the two Corys. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Right, so I just brought up, I just kept bringing up things about my childhood and because I had an idea that he and I are very similar but that we grew up in different decades so I think we're gonna call it um the 27 year gap oh that'll be nice <laughs> anyway so then when I started taking notes I realized that we're not as similar as I had thought but Anyways, I brought up a lot about the 80s, and then he said something about beaded curtains, and I said, oh, I had one of those beaded curtains. Let me know when And then he started matters. calling me Heidi, the, what did you say, the Heidi Joe podcast or something? 
And I was like, why are you calling me Heidi Joe? But he didn't realize that was my middle name. He thought that that was short for Johnson. Oh. <laughs> I said Heidi Joe because you say Heidi Joe a lot when you like get frustrated or something. I do. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to introduce me and Heidi Joe, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, it was kind of funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was very funny at the time. Anyways, we did that last night. I think it went very well. As for the initial podcast, I think it went well. Sure. You know, what are you going to do? And then the other announcement I wanted to make is I, not that this is really an announcement, but I had to get blood work this week. How did that go? I did. It went It went well. Who, did, who went with you? Paul went with me. Okay. And. So did you sit in a chair? Well, I went to the lab, and the, I did the lab setup, and then he just basically body slammed me to the wall. Uh, like he sat in your lap? No, he just like kind of body slammed me to the wall. Like, it worked. It okay. was fine. Um, so for those that don't know, Heidi is, <laughs> it's a phobia. Total like, phobia. deathly afraid of, of needles, to the point where she hyperventilates and loses control over her body. That's very true. I've experienced this with her, and you literally have to hold her down. Because I move. That's the thing. Well, and the thing is, it's so well, weird. that's what I mean. You lose control over your body. Well, I also, like, my heart rate increases, the hyperventilation, the crying, like, all of that just is very non-controlled because right now talking about it, I'm fine. And even that morning when I was talking to the doctor, I went to a, a brand new doctor who I really loved, and... Paul went in with me. I told him, I said, you should sit in the lobby and not come in with me. Because then they get, the doctor always sometimes gets weird, you know, when you bring a friend in. But, so, we both really liked her, this lady. And she actually was very kind when I started explaining to her the phobia. I said, right now I feel fine about it. I feel like, you know, I can do this today. But it's like the minute it starts happening, it's weird. Like, my body starts my heart rate goes up and I start sweating and it just becomes this full panic thing. But when I was talking to the doctor, one of the things I wanted to bring up was the heartburn. I'm like, I'm taking heartburn pills every single day and I'm still experiencing a lot of heartburn. But I take my heartburn in the morning, my pills in the morning. You're supposed to take it at night. I take mine at night. I didn't know this. So I'm kind of in a weird transition where I'm kind of transitioning tonight and not in the morning. So I haven't taken anything this morning. But I took two last night. She told me to increase my dose for seven days to take two in the evenings. And she said because your esophagus swells when you lay down and it takes 48 hours for it to reduce the swelling, which is why I always have heartburn because I'm taking my heartburn pills incorrectly. So... I wanted to put a PSA out there for anybody else who's doing it. Because I thought it was more like gearing me up for the day to take it during the day. But so now I'm taking it at night. I might have prescribed. Are yours? She did prescribe them for me to save me money. Yeah. So. So mine are prescribed. And mine actually on the bottle say to take it in the morning. Oh, do they? Yeah. But I oh. always take mine at night. Hmm. Always. Well, you're doing it the right way. Well, I take all of my medication at night, and I'm like, I'm not switching. Well, I'm, I'm transitioning now to everything at night. Yeah. So it was really weird this morning. I felt like I'm missing things this morning because yeah. I didn't take anything. So 
Anyways, we'll see how it goes. I did run upstairs and take a Tums. Well, whatever you need to do to get through, you know. <laughs> she said I might have to take... Is it Prilosec, too? She, I don't know. She said I might have to take something else. Because my body just might not deal with heartburn well. Well, hopefully once you start taking it in the evenings, it, it'll be okay. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. But I, I definitely can tell a difference because I've run out before. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I never had Harper until I was, like, in my mid-40s. Yeah. I never once had it in my whole life. And then mid-40s, I started having really bad heartburn. Yeah. So, you know. I completely understand. Sometimes I get heartburn just thinking about certain foods, but I still eat them. Well, I mean, it's... It's like you with your Brussels sprouts. Well, it's like food that you... Like, it's healthy food. Oh, not the stuff I eat. Oh, the stuff that I eat, it's it's healthy food that I'm getting heartburn from. Like, all my issues are from healthy food. Hmm. All of my issues are from... Bananas. <laughs> cucumbers. All of my issues are from fried unhealthy foods. Oh, no. Like, yesterday I had a hot sausage sandwich. <laughs> you have a problem with sausage. I do. <laughs> I really do have a problem with sausage. I know, I just told you. And every time I hear the captain's game, I... I Craig, like, <laughs> Craig, this one's for you. <laughs> I need more sausage when I hear the captain's game. I just, I love it so much. Stop listening to the captain's game. Well, I, I have. I've moved on from it. But I listened and then I watched on YouTube. So you guys should be watching it on YouTube because we now have episodes on YouTube. We do. But it's all I can think about every time I hear it. And I actually say, like, oh, now I could go for another sausage sandwich while we're <laughs> recording it. And as I, right before I say it on the on the show, I think to myself, like, oh, that sounds really good. I could go for one. <laughs> I do like a good sausage sandwich, man. I mean, I love sausage too, but get some beef in there once in a while. Yeah. Chicken? <laughs> There's this guy that I work with. His name is Jake. And he talks to me a lot about he's always trying to diet and lose weight. And he, he gets so angry with me because he's like, did you bring a salad for lunch today? And I'm like, yes. And he's like, did you put any chicken on that? Every day he she asks me. All right, another aversion Heidi has is she will not eat cold chicken. And that's what I tell him. <laughs> I say I have eggs on my salad because I will not eat cold chicken. I don't want that on my salad. Can't you take like a little baggie of chicken and put it in the microwave or toaster oven? Did Jake call you before we recorded? Because that's what he says. No. <laughs> he doesn't say the baggie part, but he's like, put it in the microwave. He starts yelling at me. <laughs> And then he'll send me texts of, like... But eggs are just as good. I mean, that's protein, too. I agree. And then he'll send me texts of, like, yogurt and beef jerky and, like, all the stuff that he eats for lunch. That's all meat. Well, protein, I guess. I don't know. I eat it every single day. I know you do. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with salad. With my cranberry pear vinegar from Uh, Olive Seen. Yeah. Which we talked about in, like, our second episode, so. <laughs> it's really good. Anyways. Where was I? And there was an olive seed. Oh, vermilion. No? Mm-hmm. Yes. Vermilion. There's one in vermilion. 
I feel like I was somewhere else and there was an olive scene. Rocky River? No. Mm. That's the one we went to. I know. I don't know. I'll think of it later. Oh, can I tell you a funny story? Yes, please. My husband and I went to the grocery store last night. Literally, we're in the parking lot. We stopped at the bank first. Had to pull some money out. We're in the parking lot at the grocery store. After we went to the bank. In the parking lot at the grocery store. Where'd you go first? To the bank. (laughs) And I said, why did we come to the grocery store? And he's like, I don't know. You said we needed to come to the grocery store. I'm like, but we came here for something specific. And he's like, I don't know why we came here. I was like, I told you why we were coming here. I called my son because he was at my house before we left. And I'm like, why did we come to the grocery store? He's like, you didn't tell me why you were going to the grocery store. So we walk into the grocery store with With no no clue. No clue why we were at the grocery store. Well, I had a list for, like, that was not our grocery shopping. Okay. We went there for one specific reason. We walk in, my husband's like, we're just going to walk right past whatever we need. <laughs> we did figure it out later on. What was While it? we were still at the grocery store. He cut his finger at work, and I wanted to get some Neosporin and Band-Aids. <laughs> you could have went to Walgreens. <laughs> but we also needed milk and toilet paper. Oh. Could have went to Walgreens. No, because milk and, and that stuff is always more expensive. We spent $180 later. Oh. I thought you just bought the four things. We didn't. Because <laughs> you didn't have a list. We did have a list. Oh, okay. That did not include the Band-Aids and the uh, Neosporin. Well, I'm glad you figured it out while you were there. Because that would have irritated me as soon as you walked in the door and then figured it out. It was, it was something else. Hmm. Speaking of the grocery store, you and I went to the grocery store last Saturday. We did. And we bought food for our adventure of the Tiki Boat. Yes, we did. Or barge. Tiki Barge. I think it's called Tiki Boat. Did I not just show you the website? Do you want to see the website yet no, again? No, it's fine. I believe you. Tiki right here. Barge. What does that say? Tiki Barge. Okay, well, I want you to explain the difference because I didn't know there was a difference in the Tiki Barge and the Brew Boat. They're two different companies. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yes. Hmm. Two different companies. What are the Brew Boats? Well, the Brew Boats is a different company. And it's a different website. Okay. And is it the one that you pedal on? Well, you you have the option to choose one of those boats. Okay. I looked into this when we were planning this adventure. Right. And you have the option to choose one of those boats for the brew boat. Or you can get, like, just a party boat as well. The reason I chose the Tiki Barge is because... The Tiki Barge has a bathroom. Right. Most important reason. So the brew boats don't have a bathroom. Okay. I wonder if they are as accommodating, too, because the Tiki Barge, they have the ice for your drinks and then a cooler of ice for your, to actually store your uh, I will tell you that everything else was very similar. Was it? 
Yeah. Okay. Everything else was very similar. It was the bathroom. It was the bathroom that made me choose the tiki barge. And thank goodness you did. Heidi was the only one that used the bathroom. No, that's not true. Andrew used the bathroom at as well. At the end, everybody was using the bathroom. You didn't use it at the end? No. I thought you did. I did not go at the At the bathroom. end, we all were using it. I don't know who used the bathroom. I'm pretty sure other people did. I don't think anybody Doesn't did. Doesn't matter. I did twice. She did. I don't know anybody else. I think other people did. Maybe Shannon. I feel like either Shannon or Jackie did. I was not the only one. I think you were the only one. Regardless, I was grateful that it was there. She was. (laughs) I drank a lot on that boat. I think we all drank a lot on that boat. So I had to pee is my point. Uh, That's understandable. No, that's why I chose the one with the restroom. So, last Saturday, we bought a bunch of food. We did. And we made vodka-soaked fruit. Vodka-infused fruit. I did that. I cut up all the fruit. She did cut up all the fruit. I used the melon baller. Yeah, that I would never do. Why? I would just cut up the fruit. Isn't it easier to use the melon baller? I, I, I just feel like it takes too much time. And just having to, my hands don't work right. Okay. So. So then you made pasta salad. Yes. And everybody ate that too. I feel like there was so much left over. Well, you're only on the boat for two hours. Yes. So that, I think that hinders a little bit. Well, of it. and one of the reasons that we wanted to have food is because we didn't just want to have alcohol. Mm-hmm. We wanted to have things to snack on yes. while drinking the alcohol. Did you bring my bowls back? Oh, and I forgot your plant, and I forgot your, um... I'm never going to get this plant. No, I have the plant. I'm not taking care of your plant. Well, who's been taking care of it I mean, far? I've been taking care of the plant, okay. but I'm not, I'm not keeping it. All right, so, and we did dips and, I don't know what else. Dips and chips. Yeah. And crackers. And alcohol. And we brought alcohol. Other people brought alcohol. We came home with a bunch of alcohol. I don't know how you came home with all that alcohol because we gave Jackie a bunch. She was like, whatever anybody doesn't want, I'll take. So she took like a big box of alcohol. Oh, I have a counter full of alcohol. I saw. I was like, I don't know how that happened. I think it's because at the end, and this is one of their services, is that the first mate, he cleans up. He's literally the bartender. His name was Andrew. Yes. He was from Chicago. He was a retired police officer. He served all the drinks. He didn't want you to do any of getting your own stuff. It wasn't just that. I was like cleaning up the surfboard. They have a surfboard table with drink holders, like cup holders. And we put the food on there and I was starting to clean up that stuff and wipe it down and everything like that. And he was like, I got this. Yeah. So I think he just like put everything into one. Like, I think he just Well, that's what I told him to do. Okay. So I told him just to go ahead and put everything into one. Once we got off the boat, we could figure it out from there. I was concerned about one bottle, and that was it. Her her vodka, or her rum. Yeah, it was pineapple rum. Pineapple rum. Well, that's why she was, that's all she drank. I drank more than half the bottle of that. Just on ice, nothing else. So we had to be there... Well, we told everybody to be there at 2 o'clock. 
Yeah, they actually say 2.15. I told everybody 2, and then everybody was standing around waiting for a long time. Because nobody it, was late. Everybody it, was on time. Which was great. It tells you where to wait for the Tiki Barge. Mm-hmm. You can't go down early. Right. So all of our stuff was right there where it tells you to wait. And when the Tiki Barge came, they just started loading stuff onto the boat. And then they called the names according to the waivers that were signed. And as they called your name, you were allowed on the boat. Yeah, all of your guests do have to sign a waiver. And they're very accommodating there. I thought it was very, very accommodating. Oh, absolutely. There are rules that are written out on the waivers. No smoking. You can vape. No shots. No illegal substances. Which, of course, speaks for itself. They shouldn't have to tell people that. You cannot get on the boat drunk. They can turn you away. So don't drink, don't pregame. You can have glass bottles, but it must be poured into a plastic container. So they do have bottle openers and wine openers, but your glass beverage does need to be poured into a plastic cup. Which they do provide plastic cups. They do. And then Tony provided plastic cups for everybody. We did. It's our 50th episode. We wanted to provide some special things. Mm Mm-hmm. We actually had some merch that we purchased that did not end up showing up on time. And we actually had to cancel the order because they never even started making the order. You're trying to get drawstring bags, yes, right? Yes, drawstring bags with our... Logo. Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland, not the logo. Oh. Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland podcast. Anyways, it didn't work out. Ended up canceling the order and getting a refund. But anyways, she did get us lays that we're wearing. The lays. She got us our sashes. Just her and I have sashes and crowns. And then you got actual different colored cups. 12 different colored cups for everybody. Yes. With matching straws. Yes. And everybody used those on the boat. That was so cool that we all used those. And there were grass skirts that came. The hula skirts and hand sanitizers you got us. Yeah. Not everybody wanted a hand sanitizer, but I figured we were on the boat. And if anybody happened to spill a drink or anything, this way we had something to, you know, clean clean up. up. Yeah. So So it was a good time. It was so fun. It was so fun. So I think we should talk more about it after a break. Yes. We will be back after these messages from the Cooper Foundation. Stay tuned. Everyone needs a helping hand from time to time. Families that have children with special needs need it more than most. That's where we come in. The Cooper Foundation. In 2015, Craig and Christine Cooper decided it was time to lend that helping hand. Having a daughter with autism, the Coopers wanted to help families that didn't qualify for assistance. Over the last eight years, we've provided funding for communication devices, summer camps, and other items these children need. The Cooper Foundation continues year after year to extend our reach in the community. We have many projects on the horizon, including our annual fundraisers and our ADA-compliant playground project. Our dedication to children and young adults is something special. For more information, please visit thecoopfoundation.com. If you like this podcast, we ask that you like, follow, share, or leave a review. If you visit any of the places we've talked about, 
Please let us know about your adventures on our social media pages. We look forward to your comments. Now let's get back to our adventures. Welcome back from the break. Welcome back. We were talking about the tiki boat. Barge. Tiki barge. It's still a boat, too. It is a boat. I don't know why I keep calling it the boat when it's a barge. It's Cleveland's only floating tiki bar that offers two hours of entertainment with BYOB cruises up and down the river and the inner harbor. You know what I really liked about this boat, barge? The views. And being on the river with non-rowing friends. It was great. And I was able to talk about rowing the whole time. I almost started crying when we went past the boathouse. She did. Twice. I almost started crying. It was really... Because I'm not rowing at all this year or part of rowing at all this year. And I didn't think it would really affect me. But going past that boathouse... And she had to make sure everybody knew rough. about the boathouse. And yeah. Yeah. Are you going to cry now too? I don't know. I might. Yeah. It was rough. I mean, rowing has been such a huge part of my life for so long. I'm yeah. not even going to be around for the hot seat this year. Oh. I know. You're going to be out of town? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't see any rowers on the river. But I was able to talk about different points of the river. I was able to point out to you where we talk about in our hot sea episode that a couple years ago there was a barge that didn't get the memo that the river shut down and it had actually cut the race course in half by a, th- by a third. And so I was able to show you where that was. Yeah. And I was able to talk about the bridges and then the original boathouse to me it's not the original boathouse but the original boathouse that i had initially joined before we moved to the current boathouse and so i was able to talk a lot about it about the straight stretches and the racing i'm sure i drove everybody crazy but i was so happy yeah it was a fantastic time and the thing is is because every time i'm in the boat for rowing i always think i wish i could share this experience i always think like i wish i could share this experience with paul like i wish paul could see the city from this point of view i always think like those kinds of things so we were actually able to be on the river together you know going where you go when you row yeah we didn't go as far as i would have liked but nonetheless well, and it was only two hours, so... Yeah. And you know what's so funny is, when I'm in a rowboat, I hate the tiki barge. Because <laughs> the rowboats are hard to maneuver. Like, you know, those boats don't turn on a dime. And we have to think ahead for our turns and to get to our side and to make way. And, and also just a little bit awake. Just a little bit awake is so detrimental to one of those rowboats. Yeah. Especially the smaller the boat, the more awake, the more a problem. Yeah. Anyways, I just was so excited to be on the river is the point of my spiel here. Because that was such a big, important part. And Andrew, who was on the boat, not the first mate, but one of our guests, Andrew, he actually indulged me with uh, listening. And he asked me some questions and... So anyways, it just made me so happy, and I was drinking, so of course I was talking too much and getting nostalgic. Well, I wouldn't say it's too much. I mean, 
I mean, just repeating all the stuff that I've repeated on that boat was too much, I feel like. I get obsessive. I don't think so. I don't... Well, this is what we do. It's a podcast. Yeah. So... No, just about rowing, I get obsessive. Well... But actually, Shannon... I want to go over who our guests were, but Shannon, she actually started asking me how to be a part of the Rowing Foundation. So that made me happy, too. You know, the one thing I do want to say is rowing was a big part of my life because when I moved to Ohio, I didn't have friends. Like, I didn't have an established friend group. I didn't go to high school here. I didn't go to college here. So my only friends were either work friends or I really didn't have too many friends. Sure. So... I just wanted to point out that you're just really unapproachable. I know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's why I don't that's have an friends. Inside, that's an inside joke. Yes. She's very approachable. I don't know if you've if you've ever met Heidi. That's one thing that she's very approachable. <laughs> yes. And so yeah. it really was just something that I grew with in Ohio, and it just became very important to me. But, yes, to your point, there I was told one time I was unapproachable, and it really hit me hard <laughs> that I was told that. But you're right. When you were saying that, like, I'm usually the one approaching you. Yeah. Really, truly. I'm usually the one who's outgoing and approaching others. Well, and and she does. Anytime we go anywhere, she is the one approaching people and engaging, and Mm -hmm. they engage with her. Yeah. So Heidi's very approachable, and it did hit her hard when she was told that, and... The people that told her that, or the person that told her... No, it was more than one person that Mm -hmm. actually said that. Yes. Are ignorant, and they don't actually know the person that she is. And it it was an abusive environment. Yes. Uh, So, and we were both in that environment. But we're out of it now, so... Yes. But we were able to rekindle with some of our friends from that workplace that you're referring to. And, uh, yes, it was good. I do want to give shout-outs to all who came to celebrate with us. Yes. So we did have Corey and Sunny. Yes. From our former workplace. Yes. And I was very happy because Sunny was actually one of the people who would try to encourage me and bring me up when, when I went through the whole unapproachable phase of my life. So I was happy they got to come. And Corey was very good of checking on me and those things as well. So thank you to you two for coming. They're both remarkable. They're wonderful. Fun to be with. Yes, totally. So thank you. Shannon, who's been on some adventures with us, yes, came and brought her daughter. Kenna. Who is gorgeous. She is gorgeous. Yes. But yeah, it was great to catch up with Shannon. And then I think I... Did a little matchmaking on that boat for BFFs because Shannon started hearing April and Jackie. So also April and Jackie and Andrew came. And April and Jackie are nurses. Okay. And Shannon works in the medical field. Yes. Jackie rescues dogs. Shannon rescues dogs. And so when she was overhearing Jackie and April talk, she was like, what's going on with these girls? And I was like, oh, right. You guys would be BFFs. <laughs> I'm like, you're welcome. Here's a new relationship in your life. Yeah, so. <laughs> absolutely. That was great. And then, of course, Bill came. Yes, my husband. And he honestly just sat there and enjoyed the views, the breeze. He told me he had never been on the river like that. Yeah. So I do think he really enjoyed it. He did. And then Paul and Matt came. 
Yeah. So we put Matt to work a little bit, but nonetheless, we got to be on the river together. I love being on the river. I have said that so many times on this podcast about being on the Cuyahoga River. I just love it so much. I know it gets a bad reputation. I know sometimes it's not always the cleanest river, but I just love being down there and the atmosphere. We went past Merwin's Wharf. We and went past views. Collision Bend. Yeah, that's yeah. just it. You know, we had said hello to Anthony. Oh, we did. Who was out on the um, Collision Bend patio? Yes. Sorry, yeah. words words are hard. So we all yelled hello to Anthony. Right. Hello to Anthony again. I was gonna say something when you we were talking about. You said, hello, Anthony. I don't know. We'll move on. It'll come back to me. I I don't know. It was just really a fantastic time. The, just the views. Oh, even. the views. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. The views. They take your picture. Oh, they do. Yes. Yes. Which I've always known and always said right there where they took our picture is my favorite spot. When they said they were going to take a picture of us, I thought it was going to be at Collision Bend. But they took it right in front of where the foundry is. And I've always said the foundry, the script sign, is my favorite script sign. I've always said that. So I made us at the end. Not everybody did it. But I tried to get everybody at the end to go to the foundry script sign and take a picture with us. But we did have a picture on the river of the same views of a group shot. That just made me so happy, too, because, like, it's just a different perspective being on the water. Sure. And we saw some freighters go by, some big barges go by. We saw other tiki boats. So you can rent. There's four tiki barges that you can rent from this company. Ours was the smallest that we rented. It was a 12-person capacity. Yep. Each one of the tiki barges has a bathroom on it. So that's why I was confused because you said you rented this one because of the bathroom. I thought it was because we did the tropical, or no, we did the tipsy tiki boat. Okay, no. So yeah. then I was like reading through all of them and I was like, they all have bathrooms on them. But it was because of the brew boat. Right. So when I originally was going through, I was looking to see how much it would be for us to just rent like a pontoon on Portage Lakes or something like that. Oh, that would be fun. For, uh, yes. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to have to drive it. Yeah. So we would have to drive it if we did that. Right. And that would be a far drive for us as well. And then I looked into the brew boats, the tiki barge, which I'm not saying don't do the brew boats. Oh, no. If you've got a young, healthy bladder, do the brew boat. Absolutely. Because they have different stuff available, like where you can basically run the boat yourself. Well, with the pedaling. Yeah. They also do that on land that you can pedal. Yes. I'm not into that. Heidi has an aversion to exercise. It gives her hives. So (laughs) That's the truth. So I want to go over, there is the Tipsy Tiki, which we did, the 12 person. Mm -hmm. There's the original Tiki, which is a 20 person, and that has 15 guests. Our boat was 450 for the entire boat. That's not including taxes. Okay. I'm going to get through to that. All right. Okay. So then the original Tiki is a 20 person, and that's 15 guests for 675. 
And then also for that one, you can also do 16 to 20 guests for $800. That's the original Tiki. The Big Kahuna was a 30 person and that's a large group up to 20 and that's $800 for the whole boat. And then the extra large is 21 to 30 people and that's $1,200 for the whole boat. And then there's the extra large barge. And you can do that either private or shared. It's a 49 person capacity. So you can buy either a private price for that boat, and I didn't write what that was down, or you can just buy a single ticket and do like a shared for that. I think those are only Sunday mornings because they're so big. So anyways, like Tony was saying, you can pay that price, the 675, or the 450 like we did, whichever boat you're doing, you can add on to that. You can add group insurance, boat insurance. The boat insurance covers if you need to reschedule. You can reschedule up to 48 hours before your trip and they can try and work with you to accommodate mm -hmm. scheduling if they can. If you don't have that and you need to cancel or reschedule, they're not gonna work with you. So that's that. And it's not very expensive for the insurance. No. And then tip, you can include your gratuity when you pay for the boat. And then that way you don't have to worry about gratuity. Of course, if you want to do additional gratuity, you can do that as well. But you can do it gratuity so you don't have to worry about that while you're drinking or cleaning up or have your guests worry about it either. And I'm going to tell you, it was worth doing the tip in advance. They were very accommodating. Yes. Andrew did everything for us on that boat. You did not have to get up off your butt. If you were dancing and said, hey, Andrew, can you get me a peach white cloth? Hey, Andrew, can you get me the pitcher of margaritas? Hey, Andrew, can you grab me this? He was on top of it. Yeah, he went from chief stew to deckhand to, yep. yeah, he did all of it. So I, yeah, I agree. I think tip is well worth it. I think they do a great job on the boat. We also need to give a shout out to the captain, Captain Rob. Yep. He did a great job with just driving the boat and giving us our initial orientation of the boat. He was very personable and friendly. Oh, yeah. Talk to him, you know. Mm -hmm. Just sitting and having a chat with him was great. So how do you book a tour? Well, you go online and there's a calendar. You see what dates that you had in mind, see if they're available. Well, you pick the boat first. Oh, you pick the boat yes. first. Right. That is true. And then you have to go to the calendar, see what dates are available. That is true. you got to pick your boat first and see what you want to do. I'd say it was well worth it. Oh, I would do it again. Yeah, absolutely. My only complaint is I wish it was a little longer. Yeah. But, you know, I understand they probably were booking all day. You know, they have tours one right after another. It's, and you don't want to be having too much to drink on the river for right. too long. And accidents can happen and things like that. So I get all that. We did see some of the other boats out there, too. We did. I think we saw the big extra large barge. I think we did, too. Yeah, because there were some big tiki's that we did see out yes. there. Yes. Definitely, I suggest... This is a great time, great captains. They provide a lot of things on this boat for you. Yeah, so Jackie was our DJ. So she they have was. a Bluetooth speaker. Right. And she just hooked up her phone to that. She did a good job. I was nervous about her being the DJ, and she knows that I get nervous about her being the yeah. DJ. Jackie loves 
breakup sad songs. Country, sad, heartbreaking. (laughs) She loves those songs. I've been on trips with her. I've traveled on several trips with Jackie before, and this is usually the music that she plays. She did a great job. So I told her she wasn't allowed to play any of that on this boat. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't. She did a wonderful job. She loves that kind of stuff. (laughs) So she loves the achy, breaky heart. Oh, boy. Yes, I know what okay. Achy Breaky Heart is. Well, you looked at me like you didn't. I'm glad she didn't play Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> me too. She was playing something that was too rough for me. I don't know what the hell it was, but I said, Jackie. So anyways, I know. I'm too much. I am too much. She is too much. Uh, for parking. We got to tell people where the parking is, too. They tell you where to come to park. You park in the Christie's parking lot, the Gentleman's Club. You have to pay normally on Sundays. There's nobody there. The parking lot is closed. It's open. Mm -hmm. There's no attendant there. So there's a green flag that's waving, and it says Tiki Barge. It's pretty easy to figure it all out once you're in there. The parking lot's not that big. I don't know if it's the exact same, but it's in the general area of Music Box the improv and oh yeah shooters. it's not the same it's not but it's the same area yeah. if you know how to get to shooters it's the same and, area and the tiki barge does send you the address if you follow that address it'll take you to that parking lot we went before the tiki barge matt and paul and jackie and i we all went to grumpy's in the morning oh nice and the three of them had never been I was surprised. Oh. I was surprised Jackie hadn't been to Grumpy's before, but I think Matt really liked all the artwork that you could buy yeah. in there. So yeah, we went to Grumpy's and that was fun. Yeah, I bet Grumpy's is good. Yeah, it was really good. And Grumpy's, you can BYOB. So Jackie brought her punch in, and we had punch for breakfast as well. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so it was all a good time. It was totally a good time. They do have gift cards available. If you wanted somebody to get you a gift card or you wanted to buy a gift card maybe for somebody who's celebrating a birthday or something like that, those that are available. That fantastic. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we are going to celebrate our 50th birthdays coming up here in a few years. In a few years. I know. And I'm still trying to figure out where I'm going to do it. We're going to do it together, I thought. We can. It depends on where you want to do it. <laughs> I don't care where my 50th birthday is. Seriously, I'm really thinking about that Great Lakes upper room. I don't know. Some are good. We're going to do it. Some are good. And y'all are invited. We can't invite everybody. I mean, what if we're like... Hopefully we are big and famous. I mean, yeah, we can't... You're not invited. Sorry. Stay tuned (laughs) for more details. I do want to point out about children. You can bring children on the boat. You can. But... They do want you to contact them ahead of time so that they have children PFDs. And they are counted as one of the people as well. They are. They are. So if it's if you can only have up to 12 guests, they count as one of those guests. Yes. But just make sure that you contact them ahead of time so they have the proper flotation devices yeah. for whoever it is that you're bringing. But I think that's nice about allowing children on the boat. Sure, yeah. Be responsible, though. Yeah, for sure. Not everybody drinks. I know. And not everybody is out celebrating something big. Right, like our 50th episode. Woohoo! <laughs> 
I can't wait to start talking to you about our year in review because we're going to do one of those again, too. So, Oh, I can't wait. Because we've that. been to a lot of places. We have. We've been to more than 50, and we've actually done more than 50 episodes. We have, because we had, we've had several special episodes. Yeah. We've had those, and in the beginning, we were doubling up on the places that we were going right. to. So just think about all the places that we've been to in Cleveland and all the places we have yet to go. Right. I it can't really wait. is a great city. All right. What else do we have to talk about in this? I think we covered everything. Did you want to cover that or no? You said it's already been covered. You said you did not cover it. So I just wanted to make sure. Tony's talking about accessibility. And what she says that I covered it in the first half. I will tell you again just in case I didn't tell you in the first half. They claim the boat is accessible. And I'm not saying that the boat itself is not accessible. The boat itself is accessible. It's a one-floor platform. Correct. But there are steps that you have to get down to get down onto the dock. So what they say on their website is if you can carry the person and carry the chair, they can make accommodations for you to get onto the boat. That's up to you if you want to go through that effort. It seems a little scary to me with the water being right there and... And the step the getting bo- onto the boat. Yeah, and the boat moves and the dock moves and, you know, just because it's, it's on water. Yeah, but, I mean, but if they that can shouldn't ma- hold you back. If, if you can make it work, they can help you to make it work. So what I would recommend for that is to call ahead of time or try and contact them ahead of time. And just let them know. And ask what exactly the accommodations are for it. So that's what I would suggest for that. Maybe there's another place that they can meet you at that's more accessible. I don't know. Maybe. Besides those steps. I doubt that. I mean, but there are actual steps that you walk down to get onto the boat. We did text about dogs. I'm sure that they would have to allow a service dog, but we're not sure about... Other dogs. Other dogs. My recommendation is contact them Yeah. to see what they would allow. But we had a great time. We went up and down the river. There was lots of good music, thanks to Jackie. There was lots of good food and just celebrations. I think we had a good mix of people in there to support us. It was a great time. It was fantastic. It was. Absolutely. And tomorrow we're going to the Guardians game, so we got that episode coming up. Yeah. So several more fun adventures coming up here soon. We really are doing a lot here. It's in fantastic. Cleveland. It really is. That's my new favorite word, fantastic. I love it. I love it too. Anyways, thank you all for joining us for this episode. Our 50th episode of Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland. Thank you all for your support. Mm-hmm. And please don't forget to follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your audio podcasts. Video versions of our podcasts are available on YouTube. And subscribe to our channel to see full episodes and behind the scenes actions. And don't forget to follow us on our social channels and tag us wherever you go in Cleveland. Absolutely. And comment on our pages. Please do. So as always, thanks for listening. Until next time. Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland was created and produced by Heidi Johnson and Tony Gambino. Please contact us if you are a listener and have suggestions of where we should go next. Or if you're a local business and you would like us to visit and share our experience, 
please email us at exploringclevelandht at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to the content creators and not the business, organization, affiliates, or their employees. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. All rights reserved.